We are not deep in a bunker anymore. No, we're not. Nope. <laughs> but we're we, back. We are out. We are back. We're on the street. I almost wanted to start off with, uh, you know, people will not get this at all, but we will. And so inside jokes are fun. Uh, I almost wanted to start out with, and we're podcasting. Um, I actually told the old shipyard boys that we were going to steal that. Um, <laughs> we're not deep in a bunker. No, we're not, not underneath no. the Alamo Dome. Not there either. We are on the streets. We are <laughs> We are uh, in the middle of the Should we say on the street. streets? That sounds kind of funky. Coming right? to we a are. corner near you. Coming, exactly. <laughs> um, How about coming to a saloon near you? You're there listening. You maybe. Yeah, maybe. Saloon? Certainly. Okay. Um, certainly we can put that together. You're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast, episode one of the Smoking Guns Podcast. This is a podcast um, built for the fans of the San Antonio Gunslingers of the American Arena League That's in right. football. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to have a podcast a long time ago. Feels like a long time Not ago. Not that long ago. Um, it Feels was like it. For the commanders of the Alliance of American Football, that's gone now. And no yes. longer exists. It still hurts. Adios. It still does hurts still hurt. a little bit. I'm not going to lie. It still Brings hurts a tear a to my eye. Um, people post things and like memories of things. And I'm like, no, nah, that's no good. But, you know, uh, we're, we're already, we're only uh, we're two minutes into our podcast. We're already devolving into Commander's Talk, which I was like, we're not going to talk <laughs> Commander's. Uh, we're not going to talk about Commander's. We're going to move on to the Gunslingers. But you know what I realized in the midst of all this is... Um, even if they had made it through the first season of the Alliance of American Football, uh, the second season and what COVID would have done to it would have killed it anyway. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Just like it was the undoing for the XFL. Yeah, it killed the yeah. XFL. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, ultimately, we were only going to get a season of half, even if so. But but we didn't. We got half a season, um, and some great things came out of that. We had a blast Amazing with our happened. last uh, podcast. We got to know some great people. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we walked away from that um, back in April of last mm-hmm. year was when uh, the, the commander shut down, when the alliance shut down, and we walked away. I watched uh, probably a month ago, I watched our final episode. You, you weren't able to be, uh, our final commander's right, episode. Right, right. I don't know, where was I? What happened? I don't remember. You weren't okay. there. Uh, it was Leo mm-hmm. and I in the studio. You yeah. called in. I Did I? I think. Yeah, because you had something going on. I can't remember. Oh, uh, wasn't it with the Hispanic Women's Network of Texas? Might have been. Might have been. Maybe. I don't know. Um, But, uh, you know, we, like, shut out the lights. Yeah, that was an emotional Like, we turned down the lights, and we had, at the time, we were running video, um, and so we had, like, the commander's helmet, and we shut the lights down. And I remember specifically... Um, watched it about, uh, like I say, a month ago. Did you watch the whole thing? Because that was I a didn't. long show. I just caught the like end two of hours? it. I think we went a it little was, over really two long. hours. But we, we had people yeah. all the way through because they were just upset as we were. And everybody kind of wanted to vent? get it off their yeah. chest. Yeah, everybody wanted to vent. Exactly. But I said something along the lines of, this isn't the end yes. of football in San Antonio. This is the end of this chapter, but this isn't the end. And it will be back. There will be something else that comes along, and when that happens, we at what was the command post at the time will be there. Yeah. Um, well, that chapter's here. Um, the San Antonio Gunslingers are here. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when you say San Antonio Gunslingers, I, I don't think anybody's going to find this podcast just like, 
looking up San Antonio gunslingers. But we do have to be clear. Uh, this is not the USFL, um, you know, gangly legged San Antonio gunslinger logo. No, um, I didn't like that logo. I like ours now. That's classic. I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. He's too, his legs are too skinny. I don't like that. So if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to go just Google San Antonio Gunslingers, USFL, um, 1984, 1985. Um, I want to say is the years that they played here in in the Alamo Stadium over by the zoo. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, the rock pile. Yeah, it's a, it's a college. I'm uh, no, sorry. It's a high school stadium. So they could not sell alcohol at a professional sports event. They oh, couldn't funny. sell alcohol. Um, <laughs> that wouldn't work for me. <laughs> they had to set up uh, chairs because the league, the United Holding States chairs. Football League, uh, required a certain amount of seating. There really? wasn't that much in the stadium. And so wh- they had to take folding chairs and set them up in the end zones. Nobody sat in them, but you had to have that many seats. So um, that it would meet the minimum requirements of the league, and wasn't league. it wasn't it like I, either players or coaches that would actually go out and set those up before the games? Coaches, I think, uh, Super Bill Bradley, yeah, tells stories all the time about having to be the one to go out with uh, the the um, groundskeeper there at Alamo Stadium and set up those chairs, and actually, actually, uh, Super Bill Bradley, Bradley, right? Bradley, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually sold those chairs um, <laughs> to make up some to make some of the money that the wages. USFL. Um, so there there have been San Antonio gunslingers before. This ain't it. This is right. not New- Rick Neuheisel. No. There are there are great stories about the San Antonio gunslingers of the United States Football League. If you don't know um, some of those stories, there's a whole chapter in Jeff Perlman's book, which I I'm you a love big honk yes. for. Yes, I love <laughs> Jeff Perlman's book called Football for a Buck. Uh, the rise and fall of the United States Football That's League. That's your bromance. I do like Jeff Pearl. Yeah, I like yes. the way he writes. Now, you go on his Twitter feed. He's a very political guy, and I'm not. Um, so we're, we don't get along with that. Like, he's he's got a very specific political bent. Um, but I love the way he writes sports stories. Yeah, he's also, yeah, he, I was going to say he's very entertaining. He's very funny. Oh, yeah. He's very political. You're right. But he is incredibly political. you can get past that or you're guy. not into that, it's, you can still enjoy. But. There's a whole chapter of football for a buck that's only about the San Antonio gunslinger. Mm. Yeah. Um, and what year was that? Of the USFL. That was 83, 84, 85, right in there. Okay. 84, something like that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the USFL failed. It's one of many failed San Antonio football um, franchises that we've had here. We've had the Wings and we've had the Riders and we've had the Gunslingers. And the Talons or something like that? The, the Talons. The Talons. The Talons. Yes. So the Gunslingers failed for much the same reason that the AAF failed, where the ownership was not exactly being honest about the the funds he had available. The ownership of the original USFL San Antonio Gunslingers was like movie quality crazy. Mm-hmm. Like movie quality insane. Um, and so was the coaching. And that's why you really have to go look, go read that book and go at least read that chapter okay. um, of, this, of the uh, football for a buck about San Antonio gunslingers. The coach for the San Antonio gunslingers in the USFL would not coach from the sidelines. He would sit in the stands. That's odd. And coach the team next to his Yeah, because of health problems. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it, the the ownership uh, would write checks, and everybody on the team knew gonna that bounce? the checks were going to bounce. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> they were written on one bank out of Lavernia. 
mm. which actually is where I live. Yeah, that's where you live. It's out in Lavernia. Conspiracy. And so he, they would write the checks and hand them out in the locker room. And several players have said it was like cannonball run trying to get down 87 to get to Lavernia first. Because if you weren't in the first half or so of those checks that got put in, that was it. You wouldn't get your money. Wow. Uh, but this is a new deal. This is not those gunslingers. No, no, not at uh, all. This is not even that sport, if we're really honest. No. Uh, we're talking about arena football now. We're not talking about 11-man outdoor football. We're talking about indoor football and arena league football. Um, and we're going to get into uh, here in a little while the big differences between some of those that, that some of you may not know, um, some of the things we've learned. No punters. Um, oh, what's that right? about that? No punters. Um, so we're going to talk about some of that uh, a little later in the show. Um, but they really are, Leo, two different sports. They're related um, right. for sure. But different it's, flavor. But it's definitely um, kind of a different sort of animal. Yep. Um, it's still football, but it, it's not the football that you're used to. Still right. Tailgating. And that's not a bad thing. No, it's it's definitely it's it's definitely leaning towards the favoring the offensive side of the sure. ball. So there's that, which makes it more exciting when there's more scoring. So I'll tell you, as we um, ended things the way we ended up last time, and if you're a listener to the show, you're you're we're bringing up bad memories. Sorry about that. Um, the commanders failed, flopped. Um, the league flopped. The commanders didn't. I think we need to be really clear right. about the fact that the commanders were actually a really good deal. True. Um, the commanders, the, I, obviously everybody that we worked with out there um, in their front office, um, Cole Thompson, who worked with uh, the media side of things, Cody Bays, all of those guys, they were great. Um, the commanders were not the reason that this thing failed. In fact, the commanders were one of the few good things that came out of that experiment that was the Alliance of American Football. It reminds me of The Office. Either of you guys watch The Office? Yes, no, of course. Not yeah. me. So on The Office, there's a point where Dunder Mifflin gets sold, and uh-huh. they and they mention that the Scranton branch is one of the things that actually is the only thing that actually works. Sabre. Sabre. Yeah, <laughs> when they get sold to Sabre. Um, that was the commander. The commanders are Dunder Mifflin Scranton. So they worked. Um, <laughs> that's an interesting analogy. Okay. <laughs> they, they were the one thing that worked. We had huge crowds in the Alamo Dome. We had a huge following for the team. The team was good. Yes, it was. The ownership was good. The only, uh, the ownership, the the, the, uh, front office. Yeah, ownership is a different deal. Moose. Um, Moose. The front office, Moose and Vic were great. Um, The only thing that I ever felt like could have been better around the commanders was the head coach. I was never a huge Mike Riley fan. We, we had a whole show about that. Yes, we did. Um, but it, it was what it was, and they won games, and they would have won a, win, won a championship. I don't care if the Apollos had rings made or not. They're not the champions. No. Um, it Who said been the they made, had rings oh, they Yeah, had they, rings. Had ma- they had rings so made. The Apollos made rings. What? Yeah, yeah, they made their own rings and yeah. declared themselves a champion. Oh, because at the time that the league folded, right. they had the best record. But, but that game the, against the Commanders was a back and forth. It was yeah. a close game. That it could have gone. Game. That was a great game. I enjoyed game, all the man. games. All the games so, I attended were great. So we ended that, and I'll, I'm not going to lie. It was a heartbreaking time for me in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Um, like, I, I loved 
what we were doing with the commanders. I loved the community that mm-hmm. we were seeing build, uh, you know, around the commanders. Um, the tailgating, tailgating group. Tailgating, uh, definitely. That's just spectacular. And some of those guys that we sure hope are listening right now because we're excited about. I'm sure they are. They are. Jumping back into this. Some of them. Um, Most with some of, them. of them. Most of them, yeah. So I was heartbroken by that whole experience. Not to mention, the day before the league folded, I don't know if we ever mentioned this on the show, the day before the league folded, my car died. Yes, like our I remember vehicle that. I remember texting with you. Died. And it was April 1st. Uh, the league folded on April 2nd. I text on April 1st. We were supposed to record that day, and I texted you guys, and I said, I'm not going to make it. Our car just died in Temple. I've got my whole family up here. i got to figure out how to get us home. And RC says, I'm not buying it. It's April Fool's Day. I know what day. Oh it is. yeah, I'm I not buying that. it. Um, just just a rough time mm-hmm. all the way around. Now we tried to um, game day media was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, they let us continue the show. We tried to make it about San Antonio football and all about just, football. That's right. Uh, to yeah. keep the AF, AF all yeah. about football. Yeah. Um, but it just it, it was missing something. I, I think we're all. Um, I think we all realized that, and so as much as we tried, um, and Game Day Media tried, it just wasn't a good fit, um, and so all of that went away. And so two or three months ago, no, I'm sorry, four or five months ago, I'm laying in bed, I'm on my phone, I'm perusing uh, Facebook, and I see San Antonio gunslingers pop up, mm. and so I look into it, like I immediately go to their website, and I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not get, I'm not doing all this again. I'm not. Uh, I can't get my heart broke that way. I just I it it hurt. This is pre-COVID, right? It hurt. Yeah. Okay. Um and then we got an email or we got a we got a message. message. We were a we message. were all tossed into a group message. Yes, we were. From one person, um Warren. 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 Hello, Warren. Warren. Uh, Happy birthday, by the way. Reached out oh, yeah. to a bunch of us and said, Hey, these guys have something. It's kind of interesting. You should come listen to them, and and they want to meet everybody. Mm-hmm. And I went, I'm not doing it. I'm not getting. I'm not getting invested in one of these things again. That's going to just hurt. That's just going to break my heart. Um, and then they started asking for t-shirt sizes. And that was it. And I was like, <laughs> hey, free t-shirt. You have, you have t-shirt. a t-shirt. That's all it takes. Phil. I'll be honest with you. I when I saw that message, I was kind of feeling the same way. That you were, and I was very doubtful. Um, but I had always said, you know, when there's professional football at whatever level in San Antonio, I'm going to support it because if we don't show that we can support football at a lower level, then that's evidence that we wouldn't support for an NFL team, which would obviously be a dream come true. Right. I don't know that that's ever going to happen thanks to, you know, an organization up 35. But, um, don't blame my Cowboys. Well, then who else would you blame? It is It is just not time yet. It's not time yet. Okay. No. It's too Fair. early right now. Fair. But if we don't show that we'll support You're right. all levels of football, then we that's even more of a reason to not consider us. So that's why I've always said I will support whatever level of professional football comes to town. So part of me was very skeptical. And especially, you know, feeling that hurt that you describe from, from the AF. But the other part of me just kind of pushed me and said, let's go see what this is about because it's football and it's a it's a professional organization that wants to grow roots here in San Antonio and I've got to get behind that. Right. 
So we went and sat down with, uh, not sat down with, we, we were all sitting, um, but we met with Jason Hector. Uh, Coach Hernandez was Tony there. Hernandez. Tony Hernandez uh-huh. was there. Um, several of their ownership group, those are the two main guys you hear uh, and see a lot from, but they've got right. a full ownership group. Right. Six or seven guys, four or five guys, I guess. Yeah, I think it's four. Um, yeah, I think it's four, but I could be that are connected with them and that are making this thing go. And after I listened to them and heard them talk and and heard Coach Hernandez, Coach sold it for me. Let me tell um, you, I was ready to sign. Wow, up. I felt right? a lot yeah. better about what we were looking at, and uh, so I said, well, "What would we? How would we do this?" Because uh, we had a relationship with Game Day Media. Mm-hmm. We loved working with John and Love Michael John. over there. They are great. Um, but uh, the the passion, the project that we did with them, with the commanders, was kind of a passion project for them. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to run a business. Um, and, and we weren't making any money um, off what? of any of that. Shocker. Were you making money? <laughs> well, I had free shots. I think that counts. And, and I had a punch named after me. So you did. I, yeah, I, I, for me, it was kind of a win-win. <laughs> um, and so John's trying to run a business, John and Michael, and, and uh, those guys are trying to run a business over there. Um, and they are getting folks coming in and using their studio. And we were taking up some studio time. So we actually had to start from scratch. Mm-hmm. We had to find uh, some sponsors. True. Still looking for some Still sponsors. Still looking for sponsors. We'll talk yep. about that in a few minutes. Um, but, uh, we ordered some equipment and we said, okay, we'll, we'll get started with this. In the midst of that, we met with Jason and Hector, um, and Hector's fiance. And I can't remember her name. I know she's a teacher. Right. That's all I remember. Right. She teaches Northside, right? Yes. Northside. And, uh, really got a good vibe from them. I really had a good feeling once we had met with them individually. Um, I said, okay, let's, let's pull the trigger and let's start. Let's start this. Let's and they going. brought tacos. Yes. They did bring breakfast tacos oh. that we didn't eat. I <laughs> ate a taco. I'm on a no carb diet, so I couldn't. Oh. Have, I felt um, really bad about. I that. did because they had they had this full spread of tacos set up. Jason Hector, that was incredibly nice. Uh, I am so sorry that we left you with all those tacos. I sure hope you found something to do with us. Um, so we're in. We're in. Like, we're on board at this point. Like, I'm on board. I think you guys are. Uh, you're here. I'm here. I hope so. <laughs> we're sitting here. We've got this equipment here sitting know. in front of us. Um, and to be honest, I had kind of tried to do a little bit of the podcasting, and it just really wasn't the same without you two. I mean, you, I always talk about you guys as my podca- podcast brothers, and I really do talk to you guys more than my own brothers. And so, um, good or bad, I don't know. Um, but... I really miss y'all, and I really miss the whole connection and the whole vibe that we have. And and I know I'm not an expert in football, and, and I do the whole fan interaction and the tailgating, but when I saw this as an opportunity to work with both of you again, I really jumped at it. So, Yeah, I, I, I'll i be really honest. I They were going to have to get, like walking into that meeting with them at Alamo Distillery, um, Noel opened up his doors and allowed us to have – a spot for that meeting. A new, new location. In, yeah, in a new location over there. I walked into that meeting saying they are going to have to convince me. Same. And they did. Like, I, I walked out of that meeting going, I'll consider this. And then we met with them a week later there at their office. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was in. Like, I was I was bought in at that point. 
Um, obviously, because at that point we started uh, purchasing equipment. I think that day um, we started, uh, that was our first equipment purchase was that day that we yeah, met with them. It, you're right. It was. Um, we had already been kind of kicking some around, but that's the point where we pulled the trigger and said, okay, we're going to do this. Let's do this. Yep. Um, so that's how we got here. Uh, we want to hear how you got here. Some of you guys that are listening are folks we know, and we've known for uh, 18 months or 20 months or whatever this has been since the commanders uh, got started all the way back in. We started the Command Post podcast all the way back in November, November. November. Yeah. of 2017. 18. 18. 18. 18. 18. Yeah. You're right, 18. Uh, of 2018, and we've known some of you since then. Mm-hmm. Um but we want to know how you got here and what you're excited about. So we want you to start connecting with us. Now, many of you are already on our Facebook page. That's true. Yep. Um, you're, you're at Smoking Guns Pod. I think that's our Facebook handle. I probably should have written that down. That would have been good information to have. We'll have it for the next one. Um, yeah. We have Twitter. Yep. Uh, you need to jump on our Twitter at Smoking Guns Pod. Yep. Um, Guns with a Z. It is. It's guns with a Z and there's no G on smoking. We made it really, really <laughs> fun uh, to share in an audio format because when you look at it, it looks cool. But now every time we say smoking guns, we have to make sure we say no G on smoking. That's right. And Add guns is with a Z yeah. um, and not an S. But that being what it is, you'll find it. Um, we've also got a new way. We've got something that we want to do um, to connect with you guys. We always wanted more fan interaction. True. We always love that fan interaction and getting you guys uh, not only in the show, your opinions in the show, but getting your voices on the show. Um, So we have actually set up uh, something called SpeakPipe, which is a way that you can leave messages, either questions, comments, um, whatever you want. Uh, 90 seconds long, that's all they're going to give you. to record a message for us and we're going to curate those and go through those. And then we're going to get some of you on the air. We're going to answer your questions. Um, we're going to take your comments and discuss what you have to say. You need to go to speakpipe.com slash smoking emoji <laughs> guns with a Z with a Z pod. And you will find our page there and it'll allow you to just leave us a message. You do it from your phone Um, I know on my phone, I have an iPhone and it makes me go through Safari. Don't go through Chrome because Chrome doesn't work well with that site. Go through Safari um, and leave us a message. Just use your microphone right there on your phone, just like you would be leaving a voicemail for us. Um, And we will, uh, I'm not promising every single one of those messages will get on the air, um, but we will certainly... Talk about uh, them. Listen, we'll talk about them for sure um, amongst ourselves, and we'll get some of you guys on the air. And a, and a majority, I think, a majority of those will end up um, on the air. Now, if you come on to our speak pipe and you're just blasting us, and like that guy doesn't know anything about football, and why is she on the show? And like that's not coming on um, the air. We're not just going to throw anything up there. But uh, we want we want to connect with you. We want to get connected with you in all of the social media ways that we can: uh, Facebook, Twitter. Speak pipe, get get in touch with us because this show is not our show. I mean, it is our show. Um, <laughs> right now, it's a Leo show, um, almost more than it's anybody else's show. But uh, it, this is a show for the fans. True. Like this is a fan show. We are fans because of the we're team. fans. Right. Remember we um, said it was like family and 
and fans, and we said fanally. Fanally, that fanally, fanally, that term, yeah, right. Um, so here's what we're gonna do. We never used to do this before, but we're gonna actually take a break. Uh, we're going to step away for a second, and we will be back shortly. And we're gonna talk when we come back a little bit about arena football and eleven man football, and what you should expect, and what some of the differences, and what we're excited about um, with that. You're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham. That's Leo Yamas. Hey. And that's R.C. Woods. Hashtag bang bang. We will be right back (laughs) in just a moment. So... If you own a business and you're looking for an affordable way to reach out to thousands of fans, or if you have a local restaurant or bar or service or product that you're just in love with and you think fits perfectly with a big group of football fans or with this podcast, you need to reach out to us. We're looking for sponsors for our podcast, and we'd love to hear from you. We have lots of different opportunities for sponsors. We have, uh, Leo, we got title sponsors. You can put your name on top of the show. It can be... The Leo Yama Smoking Guns Podcast. Um, In fact, it probably should be right now, (laughs) um, to be really honest. Um, But we can can throw your business name on top of this thing. We have a full studio setup that is mobile that we will be taking out into the Mm -hmm. community. And we have a sponsorship that you can sponsor our mobile studio. Um, We have spot ads where your ad will run right here in this kind of spot. Every time we have a podcast and how often will that be? Well, in the off season, about twice a month, we're going to get together and we're going to record during the season. We're talking about once a week For because sure. there's always something changing as we get into the season. And that's, that's not just the season that's preseason that is training camp on. Um, yep. So you're talking about a good six months of solid weekly episodes um, that your ad can run right here in this spot. It is a deal. Like we're not in this to make money. We're not no, trying a to. A little bit. Not, we're really not. We want to cover the cost of our equipment. We want to cover the cost of putting our podcast out. There's some costs, you know, associated with that. But that's what we're really trying to cover. We're not trying to make money. We just want to give something great back to the fans True. and be Have a fun. connection point for fans. Something everyone can enjoy and, you know, be proud of and, and kind of build the community like what we had with, with the commanders. I mean, if they could see, if they were familiar with the type of equipment we have, this is not the type of equipment that a someone starting up a podcast should be having, but we wanted to really right. put a good effort forth and put, put up a good show. So we've invested in this and it's not so much to make money, but more to continue doing, building on what we had before. We say all that to say the prices are low. Yes. They, I mean, we've got... Uh, we've got a sponsorship opportunity that fits just about any business yes. out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, what? How do you get involved? Well, you need to email me, email us. I'm, I'm the one that kind of monitors this. But email us at gunsuppodcast, G-U-N-S, because it was before we had a name. Uh-oh. Uh, Uh-oh. G-U-N-S-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, gunsuppodcast at gmail.com. And we'll be we'll look for a way to find a spot for you or your business, um, or we'll reach out to your favorite business. If you've got a place that you go every Saturday night or every Thursday night, and you shoot pool at this bar, um, and you think it would be a great place for 
San Antonio Gunslingers fans to gather. Get us that information. We'll make that contact. We'll see if we can get them um, hooked up and hooked in. Advertising works. Yes. You want to know how I know that? Because you're listening to this right now. That's true. And that's all this is. This is the spot your ad can run in. Um, so email us, gunsuppodcast, G-U-N-S-U-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. We'll find the best way for you to get involved. Now, let's talk about hot sauce. Okay, let's do that. I like me some good hot sauce. Do you like hot sauce? Yeah. So You can't say tailgating without saying hot sauce. Right. Yeah, exactly. they go together. So Teardrop Pepper Company's award-winning golden habanero hot sauce has a delicious pineapple mango garlic mm, mm. blend. And mm. we talked to him just a few minutes ago. We talked to Chris, Chris. over at uh, Teardrop, and I said, pineapple mango habanero, I get all of that. Garlic? And he goes, no, no, that's what carries it. That's what brings it, you know, it, it's not just a quick hit. It carries for a little while. That garlic pulls it out. So it's a, as long as you're not kissing a bunch right, of people. Right, you can't kiss anybody, right. apparently. Um, that garlic is in there to add just an extra layer, an extra flavor. Um, it is the best way to spice up your gunslinger's tailgate and make your favorite foods taste better. We asked Chris what kind of foods he put it on, and he said what? Everything. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said they were making some pulled pork tonight in the crock pot. Right. And that he had some uh, teardrop in there. It's more than just like a, um, a hot sauce. It's more of like a, a staple in your kitchen. It should be used to flavor different items that you have cooking. So. If you like a little kick. He if said you it like has a little, little kick. It has yes. a little, not, not too much, but right. it has a little bit of kick. He's, it's right. definitely spicier than like a Tabasco for sure. So Sure, sure. Uh, teardrop Pepper Company is proudly making their hot sauce right down the road in Austin, Texas. They're, they're from here. They're from South Texas or yes. Central Texas, whatever you would call Austin. That's South Texas, South right? Texas, yeah. Uh, you can order from their website. It's www.teardroppepperco.com. Say Use that one more time. Teardroppepperco.com. <laughs> and if you use the offer code ARENA, A-R-E-N-A, you save 10% off of your order. Um, they've got their... Classic golden habanero hot sauce that he's got. And he, he was telling us that there's another one coming soon. Yes. yes. With some reaper peppers Reapers. in it that will have some that serious. Scary. No, that's that going to be scary. the really hot one. Yeah. So go to teardroppeppercompany.com, uh, teardroppepperco.com, and use the offer code ARENA to save 10% off your order. Follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Facebook. I believe they're even on Twitter teardroppepperco.com to keep up with their latest creations. I'm looking forward and our, um, and to on, that. on our Facebook page also, because yeah. they were, what, last weekend at Buda, Texas, and they were selling their, their hot sauce there. Yeah, so we'll be posting to, stuff on our Starting to Facebook. move into some stores. Yes. This mm-hmm. is not a, this is not Tabasco. This is not some big <laughs> brand. This is a guy making hot sauce um, on his own and selling it. Go grab some. It, yes, for it, sure. I'm excited We're for some in the next yeah, couple, I'm excited uh, for the some next couple of weeks. So I'm excited about that um, too. So Teardrop Pepper Company, teardroppepperco.com. Use the uh, use the code Arena, and uh, you can save ten percent off of your order. I'll just order one bottle. That's not going to do you any good. You'll, you're going to have one bottle. You're going to be done with that in no time, and you're going to have to reorder. You'll want to order at again, least order. Save two. on shipping. That's yeah, true. Save on the yeah. shipping. Mm-hmm. I love it. I've tried two. it. I love it.
we're back. Uh, so this is Arena Football. Uh, you're listening to the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm Philip Higginbotham. And that's Leo Yamas. Hey. And that's R.C. Woods. Hello, hello, hello. And we're talking about some uh, commanders, not commanders. No, we're not, not talking about commanders. commanders. You're going to slip Man, up like that. Come on now. Quite a few uh, we're things. talking about the gunslingers. We're talking about gunslingers football, and it's arena football. Um, so, Leo, what are the big things about arena football that we need to know? If I've never seen an arena game before, I have. Uh, yeah. But if I've never seen an arena game before, what's going to look different? What are the big things that I'm going to notice right away? The first thing you're going to notice is the field size. Okay, tell me about it. So it's 50, year, 50 yards long. 50 years long? 50, well, that's a long That's time. a long field. A long field. <laughs> 50 yards long from, okay. from, in, from the beginning of the end zone to the other. So the halfway mark is 25-yard line. Right. And there are only eight men on the field at a time per team. Right. It's a very high-scoring game because... The field is so short, and one thing that makes it in t- incredibly difficult to defend is wide receiver, one wide receiver per team, I believe it's one wide receiver, gets a running start. Yeah, it depends on the league, and I need to dig into the AAL, which is the league that we're going to be playing in up for now. Yeah, uh, we're going to be playing in the AAL. Um, we need to dig into their rules because I've seen, uh, I've been watching some arena league games on YouTube. Go watch them. Uh, it's interesting to start looking at what you're going to be looking at on the field here in San Antonio on the Freeman Coliseum here in uh, about 10 months, I guess. Um, nine yeah, we're months. getting there. Um, the, some leagues have one uh, that can get a running start toward the line of scrimmage. Obviously, if you know anything about football, you can go into motion, but it has to be parallel to the right. line of scrimmage. Left and right. Um, you cannot move toward the line of scrimmage. In fact, I think the Cowboys got busted on that last year with uh, Ezekiel Elliott tending to move toward the line of scrimmage before the play snapped. Hmm. Um, but uh, I digress. Uh, in Arena League football, one or more, depending on the league, can get a running start. Um, so something very similar to if you're a huge football fan and you watch Canadian League football, they do that. Um, they get that running. Now, they have a gigantic field in, in, right. in Canadian football. Um, but they get that running start. Uh, so it's it's quick. Like, the game is quicker. Yeah. Um, and scores are high. Yeah, it's really hard to defend. So imagine being a defensive back, having to defend a wide receiver who's running at you before you can react. Right. And And – I've watched some games, and I'm not sure what the rule is as far as when the ball can be snapped, but they definitely pass the line of scrimmage just a little bit before that ball is snapped. It has to be somewhere near the area. It's pretty obvious, right. but you can tell. They're past the line of scrimmage, and no flag is thrown. So that yeah. uh, I can't imagine being a defensive back and having to guard a wide receiver who's running full speed at me, and I'm standing still. Now, on the other side of that, you have um – so that's that's a negative for the defense. Yeah, uh, you've got them able to move around before the play, and from what I see, defenses are pretty well set. Mm-hmm. Um, defensive linemen, anybody on the line defensively has to be in a three point stance um, in most leagues, most arena leagues. And uh, the great thing, or the nice thing for the defense, so we've talked about a lot of things that hurt the defense. The nice thing for the defense is there are only three offensive linemen. And that makes a huge difference in the ability that you can put pressure, pressure. on a quarterback. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think I have not seen a drop back, um, yeah. go through your progressions kind of moment in any of the arena league games I've ever watched. I was just going to say, you cannot be a non-mobile quarterback no. and play in arena league. Football. No, you have no. to know where you're going with the ball. It, yeah. it would be a perfect kind of setup for early Michael Vick when he had like one read and then he would run. <laughs> yeah. That's arena league football. Like you got one read and if that's not there, you're going to run the ball because that you don't have any more time than that. Yeah. Um, this idea of standing back there, I remember uh, 10, 11 years ago, maybe it was even longer than that, Donovan McNabb dropped back and spent like 12 to 15 <laughs> seconds in the pocket yeah. against the Cowboys. That ain't happening in Arena League football. No. Um, they're going to get on you faster than that because there's only three guys. They're, everybody's um, at the end zone by that 12 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, the field size, you talk a little bit about the field size. Um, it, it's really almost a quarter of the size of a football field because – You've cut it in half. You've got 50 yards instead of 100 yards. And then the width is almost cut in half. I think it's a little wider than half. Um, Arena League football was designed to go into arenas that already had hockey stadiums. Yes. Or hockey setups. Um, So the boards that you have around the hockey rink Uh is the size of an Arena League football. So if you've been to a hockey game and rip, uh, you know, the San Antonio Rampage, I can't believe... We don't have a hockey team here anymore. Gosh, yeah, I know. After all this time, it just it feels weird saying that. Ridiculous um, that they're going to put a a minor league hockey team in Vegas when they just got a major league hockey, you know, a, a an NHL team. Plus, uh, they took our no female, uh, basketball team too. You know what? I, I don't want to scare you, Spurs fans, but I would really, really get nervous about the San Antonio Spurs moving to, to Las Vegas. Vegas? Um, Vegas is going to have a basketball team at some point. It better not be the Spurs. I don't. It's, I don't. I don't, I don't see that so. coming at all. Philip. You've, have I you been to a Spurs so. game recently? And Spurs Sports and Entertainment has That's just sold two huge properties that we have off here. to Vegas. Um, and Vegas is going to have a football. Uh, going to have a basketball team within the next five years. Um, it's not going to be the Spurs. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But San Antonio fans love their Spurs. No. The people of San Antonio love their Spurs. Yeah, just keep buying the tickets, folks, because yeah. Uh, if they're not selling tickets here, they're going to look up to uh, Nevada and they're going to go, you know what? I bet we could have uh, the Las Vegas Spurs. I don't even think they go with Las Vegas. <laughs> Sounds terrible. <laughs> but we digress. Um, yes, we did. So the the ice hockey, the hockey size of of that rink is what you're looking at when you're looking. Now, yeah, and the cool thing about it is – there's walls for the for the sideline. There is no sideline. It's a wall. So players often are coming at you full speed. And the seats, the first row seats, also for some of you who are thinking, oh, go get some front row seats. If you shy away from, you know, huge 250-pound athletes coming at Running you at full you. speed <laughs> and there's nothing between you but like a, a, a thin wall barrier, that's the wall's not going not gonna, to uh, fall over or anything. It's, no. it's very stable. But – they do smash into that wall right in front of you. And it, it, it could be a lot of fun, but it could also be kind of scary. So. You're going to spill your beer. Yep. Yep. You're going to spill That's your beer. That's where I want to say. When there's two 250-pound guys running at you and they're going to meet right in front of you, you go to move out of the way and you, you're you going to spill your beer. Yep. That's my seat. That's your seat? Mm-hmm. Not, not for the kids there in those seats, for sure. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, what else am I going to notice? What else is different? So there's really big nets on okay. either side of the field. 
the goalposts for field goals, because there are field goals, are a lot closer together. I'm not exactly sure what the measurements are. I think I have the measurements, actually. Do you? I oh, know. I know. Awesome. I know. Okay. So the uprights um, on the goalposts are nine feet wide, and the crossbar is 15 feet above the plane surface. Woo! All right. Do I okay. get a point for that? A check mark? Sure. Absolutely. A high you five? Get a point. We'll How about if I just drink a shot? You know okay. what? I'm just going to drink my drink. Forget that. <laughs> so, because there, there are kickers and you can kick field goals, but because it's such a short field, uh, they kick a lot and the scoring is different for field goals. It's not like three points, I don't believe. Ah, that's a great. That's a great question. That's, that's something, something we need up. to research. Yeah, that's something you bring up what before we start recording, so yeah. that we don't look like dummies. What, what was the, the question? <laughs> what What does a field goal? How count much is a field goal worth? Okay, I'll look it up. Um. So we already alluded earlier in the episode there are no punters. There is no punting, um, which I love. Like punting is. I, I wish we would eliminate punting in eleven man football. Okay. I'm okay with eliminating punting in 11-man football. Um, however, I don't know what I would replace it with. So. <laughs> and I recognize, but I don't like punts. It's not my thing. Um, I don't like kick. Well, I, kickoffs are okay. Um, I can make a case for no onside kick. I can't believe that rule hasn't filtered its way up to the NFL yet. They've considered it. I got the answer. Four points. Four points. Four points for mm-hmm. so it's even it's worth even more. Well, I a, guess because they're scoring more touchdowns. In some arena leagues, you can get an extra point on a kickoff. On a kickoff, if it goes through the uprights. To get it through the uprights, yeah. you get an extra point. Now, here's something I don't like about the arena setup. Um, penalties are um, are done the same. So you got five and fifteen yard penalties. A fifteen yard penalty. On like a, a fifty-yard field, that's too <laughs> yes. much. Is a lot of of field that you're giving up. So you don't want to have any personal fouls. No, yeah, no, you do not. Um, and I've seen some, and it yes. just it it's not. It, it's almost not fair. Well, it's human nature. You got people ba- bashing you into a wall, right? <laughs> so you're. It's going to be a natural reaction to retaliate a little more excessively. So we talked a lot about what's different. Yep. What is the same? Well, we still have four downs. Yep. Uh, you've got quarterback, running back, so there's still a running game, although I don't think it's as leaned upon in normal football. It's more I've of seen passing. a lot more running than I expected to um, in the games that I've watched over the past month or so. A lot more than I expected to. Really? And they have okay. overtime, too, I think. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it depends on the league, I think. Oh, I don't know what the the um, American Arena League is, does with their overtime. Another thing to look into. Another thing we're going to look into. We're, we're going to have all the information for you. Yep. Um, Did they, didn't they send us a rule book? Did anybody read it? No, we asked for one, and I no, they sent it. Did they, they send, send it? it? Okay. Yeah. yeah, Jason and Hector are on it. They got a tiss. They got okay. a Darcy, and she got a tiss. Yeah, oh, I okay. I, I, gotta, I have it, to read that. No, it's I have the one to that it. you've been reading, right? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we got nine months. We got plenty of time. Yes. um, To learn. So here's the thing. It's football. Like it's, it's not 11 man football. It's not exactly the same, but it is fun. It is fast. Um, If you're a fan of 
uh, those 55 to 50 games that we see in the NFL lately. Um, if you like high flying kind of offense stuff, that's what arena football was. That that's, that's the game there. Uh, Kurt Warner came up through arena yep. football and ended up now he's a hall of famer. Wow. Um, in the, uh, in the pros, but he started with uh, Barnstormers, right? Out in yes, Iowa. Iowa Barnstormers. Um, who's still playing in the Indoor Football League. Uh, used to be in the Arena Football League. Now they're in the Indoor Football League. Um, we've had several players. Um, it, here's the thing. If you're a big f- football purist and you're like, well, I'm not going to watch it because it's Arena League. It's not real football. Give it a chance. Like, go watch one game. It's, it's better in person than it is broadcast. Um, but that's true of a lot of things. Um, that's true of football, honestly. Yeah. Um, but that's true of hockey. Um, baseball. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I like baseball live, but um, I also like to be able to, you know, drink a soda for less than $11. Um, so, yeah, I don't know about baseball. I love baseball. I love my Cubs. No, I like baseball. I'm just saying, I, I, I watching it on TV is fine for me, and I don't have to go to a baseball game live. Well, I feel really um, lucky because actually was in Phoenix over spring break, and I got to see the um, the Chicago Cubs and the White Sox play in the spring training. Gotcha. Not that many people can say that because you know the whole COVID thing. So, uh, give it a try. Like, try it out. If you're a football fan, give this a try. And and we don't have. Um, Ticket prices yet, but I can tell you, I think they're going to be super affordable. Like I think you're, I think coming in and checking out a game is going to be worth your whatever they end up asking for thirty, thirty five bucks, whatever that is. Yeah, I believe it was discussed. Um, Didn't they say twenty five? It was discussed, but I don't, I don't know if that set stone. So I don't know if we should, you know, if we could speculate. Whatever that ends point, up, but it's going to be that number ends up friendly. being. Yes. It's going to be friendly. something that you can, you can. You can handle, and it's going to be worth checking out one time. Um, like anything, try it once. You don't like sure. it, you you don't you don't ever have to do it again. But give it a try. I do know this much: they said the first row, the one along the wall, all the way around, is yeah. going to be at one price point, and every other seat in the Coliseum is going to be at another price point at the same price point. So that was their, only be that was their plan. That was their plan when we discussed it. With yeah. Them. Now that may change. Yeah. That's true. Um, you never know. Once you get closer to the yeah, yeah. Um, they may decide to do something uh, a little nicer for those premium seats, and that's that's okay. Like premium seats deserve more money. If they you're cost more, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're toward the middle of the field, if you're toward the twenty-five yard line, I almost said the fifty-yard line. There's no such thing. If you're toward the twenty-five <laughs> yard line where you've got a good view of everything, you should um, reasonably you know pay a little more. Right. Um, than the guys that are out on the end zone. The thing about arena league football, if you've been to, we just talked about the rampage a few minutes ago. Right. If you've ever been to a rampage game, um, now that's in the AT&T center. That's going to be in Freeman Coliseum, but you know, take that out for a minute. Um, there's nowhere you could sit at a rampage game that you weren't, you didn't feel like you were right on top of the action. Right. That's again, we're talking about the same size field. We're talking about the same sort of setup. You're gonna be. You're gonna feel like you're part of the action. It's a smaller venue, so it's more intimate. You're yeah. right there on the action. Yep. Yep. One thing I'd like to add that I know for sh- well, I'm fairly confident isn't going to change that they discussed. You know, or doesn't have a chance of changing, is 
that there will definitely be tailgating. Yes, for sure. We asked that and we said that that was important and imperative to the San Antonio community because we've seen how we do it. And they said, absolutely. That's a great point. I'll tell you what, let's take another break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about the tailgating scene and what we expect to see and what we know um, we've already had an event before we even had a podcast. That's true. We had an event um, we had a food drive. Um, so, RC, we want to talk a little bit about that and what we can expect or what we know at this point about tailgating, which, frankly, is not much. Not much, um, but we have no, something to talk but about. But we can talk about uh, that tailgating experience and what we expect to see when we come back right out of this break. You're listening to the Smoking Guns podcast uh, here, right here on us. <laughs> In Texas. The Smoking Guns Podcast is excited to offer you, everyone who's listening, you. No, not you. You. Yeah, you. Uh, We're offering you a way to be a part of our team by supporting our show on Patreon. Um, We're excited about bringing you the best coverage of the San Antonio Gunslingers and the fun and the fans and the family. That's right. Around the team. Um, If you're able to support us in any way, head over to www.patreon.com slash smoking, no G, guns with a Z, right. um, pod, all one word, and uh, support Smoking Guns. There's a $5 level. There's a $10 level. There is a $20 level per month um, that you can just chip in and help us make this show go. Give us just a little bit of help as we pay for Look, there are expenses. Yes. There's a certain amount of expenses that we have to pay every month just to keep everything going. running. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're not making money. I'm not quitting my job so that I can be a podcaster for, for <laughs> uh, Smoky Guns. Like, we're not making a ton of money off of this, but we've just got to make this stuff go. Um, and one of the ways you can be a part of that is by supporting us on Patreon and being a part of this. Now, uh, we would love, we want your support, and we're willing to... Um, make you famous or at least podcast famous. True. Um, if you're willing to support us, if you will support the Smoking Gun podcast at any of those levels, $5, $10, $20 a month, um, we are going to recognize you here on the podcast each and every episode. We're mm-hmm. going to go through. We'll give you a um, shout out. Our shout producers, out. Our, our teammates. It's set up in kind of a team sort of thing. I think we have teammates at the $5 level. At the $10 level, we have starters. And then at the uh, $20 level, those are our MVPs. Um, we have that team structure, so we'll invite you. We will we will recognize our team. Uh, we will get your name uh, on our podcast. And uh, we talked a little bit in the first segment about SpeakPipe mm-hmm. and you coming on and you giving us your opinions or you asking your questions. If you are one of our Patreon listeners, you will have SpeakPipe priority over those that aren't Patreon listeners. Now, that doesn't mean that Every Patreon listener will get on. Um, that doesn't mean that um, any of that kind of stuff, but you're going to have priority. Like we're going to make sure if there's a way to get your question or your time or your comment on the show, we're going to make every effort to get you on the show um, with your comment, your question. You're going to have priority on that. And um, as we begin to roll out some other things connected to the podcast, including merchandise, um, there will be some discounts that we can throw in on merchandise. 
we're already working on shirts. I'm excited about some of the stuff we got coming. Like the shirts. In the works. Mm-hmm. Hats. Like, we've got some stuff that we've already been working on. We've already been kind of moving that direction. As we make those available, if you're a Patreon, uh, if you're a patron, that's what you call them. I found that out patron. today. Yeah, patron for Patreon. If, yeah, if yeah. you're a patron of the Smoking Gun Podcast, we're going to offer up some discounts and some specials. We may even run uh, some some uh, contests, uh, you know, throw all of our patrons in a hat and uh, and draw them out and give, give away some of our merchandise. Um, but the only way you can be part of that is just by being part of the show. We're not trying to uh, sell you on some, you know, we're not going to do a bunch of exclusive content that you can only listen to. I, I don't like that. Like I listen to podcasts a lot. And when I listen to Jenna Fisher and Angela Kinsey's podcast about the office and they're like, go, go support us on, I, they do it differently, but go, go get premium content by giving us more money. I'm like, that's, that's not fair. You're excluding Just give people. me your yeah. right. this is a family. Um, so we're not going to do that. Right. We're not going to build in a bunch of exclusive content. We just want you to be on our team. Um, and if you're able to help, and hey, if you're not, no worries. Like, that's okay. Right. Listen to the show. Be a fan. Share our show out there. That's great. We're perfectly happy with that. Um, but if you're able to just chip in five bucks, 10 bucks, 20 bucks a month to help us make the show go, that will be great. Um, once again, you go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash smoking, no G, Guns with a Z. Pod, all one word. Uh, <laughs> and That's sign up and sign up to be part of our team. Um, we'd be excited about having you be a part of that with us. Smoking Guns Podcast, Philip Higginbotham, Leo Yamas, R.C. Woods, uh, sitting around the table here talking about gunslingers football and the fans That's true. attached to gunslinger football. And we've already got some fans attached to gunslinger football, don't we? We do. Yeah. Well, you know, um, when we first started, we didn't have a name, right? And so that's how we right. really wanted to get everybody involved and everybody to participate. So we had a name contest. And so just, I'm going to just run through some few names who actually um, gave us some really um, good ideas. And so a lot, a lot, lot we had a hard choice. It really was hard. So we had Manuel Cervantes, um, of course, the mass commander squad. They're the ones who actually won. So that was very exciting. Then we have Chris Hernandez. One of his was um, Gunslinger's Posse. That was that was one you kind of liked. So a bit, right? I submit to you, gunslingers fans, that we are not gunslingers nation. We are not gunslinger. You know, we had this whole right. discussion once yeah. before. Right. Um, we, we are the posse. The posse. Like, I like that's that. what we run with. That's what a gunslinger needs. A gunslinger needs a posse around them, and that's what we are. We are the posse. Um, I submit to you that that's what we should call ourselves. And so one of uh, the one that we came very close to was the Smoking Guns Corral podcast. So we kind of shortened that to the Smoking Guns, and so that's how that that name came about. So then also we had Raul Ramirez. His was the Slingers Lounge, and we had a whole discussion with that because I said that sounded too close to Swingers Lounge. And then he (laughs) told me that maybe I I had my mind in the wrong place, and I said, no, I don't think so. But anyway, that's a discussion. entirely possible, Raul. It it could have been, Raul, but I'm going to go with no. And then no some, some other uh, uh, suggestions were from TF, uh, the Alamo Box, a good one. 
Um, the ammo box. Ammo box. The ammo sorry. box. Yeah. 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 Or maybe the chamber. Okay. Yeah. That was, um, cool. that was pretty good. Manuel Cervantes was like gung ho. He had the revolver report, the gunslinger score, the holster. Um, Michael Wayne Davis, a gunslinger shootout. That's a good one. Herman Robles, he had the Six Shots podcast. Um, again, some more from Manuel. The Gunslinger's Reckoning. Abel Rodriguez, he had High Noon. That was a good one. Um, Eric DeVries, that's another one that I kind of uh, messed up his last name, so I apologize, Eric. Gunslinger Hideout, that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy Purdy, um, he had Gunslingers United. Eric had a few that we really liked. I remember liking the The hideout. Stomping Ground, he yeah. said that one too. And there was something else that Eric had that I was like, ooh. He had like a, he, yeah, lot. he submitted a few and they were pretty creative, but I can't remember all of them right now, but yeah. And I'll be honest, like we chose what we chose. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo kind of jumped on it first. Like Leo was the one that was like, I really like this. And I said, no. Yeah, you didn't, you that. weren't a fan. You were kind of difficult. I was you were being very difficult. I was. Fellow. Oh my God. I was, but that's okay. Leo has made up for it. As we've done things graphically, I've realized that as picky as I might've been on the name, um, Leo is the picky one uh, when it comes to designing anything graphically. That I admit do. it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I love it. <laughs> no matter what they put, oh, I love it. Um, yeah, Steve, oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, Steve had the SA Saloon. That's Steve Canty. That's right, Steve. Oh. Super fan. Uh, Clint Proctor. Um, Roy, of course, he had a good one. The SA Corral. Uh, another last name I'm going to butcher. David Swartznischke. Um, he had the shooting range. Um, Alfred Rodriguez, he had the gun smoke um, hangout. So these are some people who gave some suggestions. We had, like, I'm not being, uh, I'm not being facetious here. We had hundreds of great suggestions. We did. Quite we a had bit. one yeah. terrible suggestion. Which one was that? It was a side saddle. Side oh, or something God, like that. I don't know what that Riders was all about. Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he did um, not like that one. Not okay with that. <laughs> Whoever that was, I don't know your name, but um, not okay. And if you don't know why that wasn't okay, um, you can go. You can go look at what size saddle's all about, man. Um, and then there was some fans who um, didn't give suggestions, but we know that they're they're loving us from our old commanders' day. We have Josh um, Ankin. Oh yeah. We have Sean Davis, Monique. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Paul Roland, John Largent. Um, Bill Ingram. John Largent of Game Day Media. Of and, Game Day Media, that's right. Uh, he's a guy we would not be sitting around this table without. Like, Game Day Media was a big deal um, for us getting Absolutely. started. Greg and Kimberly Nelson. Can't forget them. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Chad, Roy, and his wife. Very, Greg very helpful. Greg and Kim actually won the... Uh, so, the Gunslingers ran and their own raffle. Yeah. Which, by the way, you need to go follow the Gunslingers page. I get the sense that that isn't the only time they're going to be doing that kind of stuff. Right. And they're going to be running some contests and some raffles, some of that kind of stuff. You're going to want to be on their page. Like, we'll share it to ours always, uh, but you're going to want to get that information first because they, they're going to be out there. Yeah. Um, so, appreciate all the new fans that we have. Appreciate all the old fans. And then uh, what we kind of did this past weekend, um, just with the whole COVID, and, and you know, my thing is trying to always give back to the community. So, we did a little bit of a fun drive, a food drive. And so, I'm... It was fun. It was fun like for it me. It wasn't just... Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was good. 
Um, and I put a challenge out there for every can that was donated, I would donate a dollar. Okay. And so um, we had Melissa Mencia. Um, she's one of my Shamrock sisters, class of 87 from Incarnate Word. She showed up with like literally two boxes of ramen noodles and cans of, of corn and bees. And then I thought, okay, well, that's pretty good. I mean, she showed up right at 10. I mean, it was like not even a second after 10 and she was there. So I was really happy about that. Then to my surprise, coach, coach Tony Fernandez. Fernandez? Hernandez. Hernandez. I'm sorry. Uh, Coach Hernandez showed up, and he had some cans. And he was also tweeting about um, that he was participating in that parade Mm -hmm. for Vanessa Gillian. And I was so impressed that he was able to put those two events and still able to attend both of them. And he's quite a guy. Oh, Coach. my God. He's amazing. Oh, Coach he is incredible. So we want to get him on really, really soon. Yes. Uh, yes. So that you you guys out there in uh, the posse can hear him. Um, he's a really, really dynamic guy. There's already uh, at least one interview out there. Sweep the League um, is Rudy Compost's podcast. He's had a uh, coach on there. I just listened to that a couple of days ago. It's a good um, – that gives you a good primer of who Coach is. Um, go listen to it, but we want to have him on really, really soon um, and spend some time with him because you're just going to love Coach. What I loved about the fact that Coach came out, and I wasn't there. I'm not trying to uh, make it sound like I was there. I wasn't there. I was watching the videos like everybody else um, was on Saturday. Yep. But when I saw his video, so he's going out. He's going to run. Uh, he's going to be uh, part of that parade for Vanessa uh, Gillian. Vanessa Gillian. And uh, then he was going to come over and donate some food to. Yes. The, and he is wearing his gunslinger gear. Like he's got his gunslinger shirt. Did you catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Like he's, he's out there representing the team. Already. He's all in. All um, in. 100%. He's got a business. He runs a business here in San Antonio. And something we didn't talk about early on, uh, one of the reasons that I'm really on board with this whole thing is that these are all San Antonio folks. Um, so all they get of us. these. All of these other football teams that we've had that have left have been somebody coming into our community and trying to put football here. Um, these guys have been here. They're from here. They're part of here. And they've lived through some of those disappoint- disappointments with us. Um, Jason, who's their VP uh, over there, uh, I believe was a season ticket holder of the Commanders. Yes, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been through that. They don't want to be, they don't want to put their names on something that, that hurts like that again. Um, they're, they're not business is what it is. I can't promise you it'll be here forever. Um, they probably wouldn't be able to promise you that either, but they're going to do everything. They're not going to cut bait and run because there's nowhere to run to. This is, this is home. Yeah. This is home. Um, so that's, that's, that's a big part of this for me. Right. Uh, so all told mm-hmm. you had what? We had like 50 cans, which means I okay. donated $50. We had two whole boxes of ramen noodles. We had like four or five bags of beans and rice. And then my brother generously donated like 10 packets of hot cocoa. Hey, everyone loves hot cocoa, you know? And then Raul Ramirez, he was also a fan, and he came out and he donated. And he's actually interested in possibly advertising on the podcast. So, I mean, any way that you can be part of the podcast, we welcome you, even if it's from a can, from a bag of rice, from hot cocoa, to actually being one of the sponsors, um, for our, for our podcast. Being a patron, uh, just jumping on SpeakPipe and sharing your voice with us and, and asking a question or uh, sharing your comment with us. Any of those ways that you can be part of uh, what we're doing, part of the Smoking Guns podcast. Yep. Like, this is for you guys. Come join um, us however you can because we're ready for a fun ride. We're certainly not doing this to hear ourselves talk. I mean, 
I you might are. be. Um, <laughs> but, but for the most part, we're doing this for uh, for the fans. We want you guys to be a part of all of this. So we're going to have more stuff coming down the pipe. Right? What I want to do is I, I try to kind of put it out there. I didn't get a really good feedback. I really want to start a happy hour on Fridays. Now, I suggested that like a couple weeks ago. I had maybe one or two people respond. But I'm really challenging you, San Antonio, to come join me for a, a live um, happy hour. This is the time to do it. We're on Friday nights around 8 o'clock. If you want to, I already have two recipes. If you want to tell me what drink, uh, we can make drinks on there. We could even do a Zoom if you want to. And that way we can kind of start interacting with everybody. But I think a happy hour would be a really good idea. It's This is what we did with the other team. Um, we got to know everybody before our first game. And that's kind of what I wanted to do. So um, hopefully this Friday, 8 o'clock, I'm going to do a happy hour. I will post a Zoom address if you want to do it. We're going to go live. And my goal is to get at least 10 people who will join me for the um, the happy hour. So if you like to drink, um, if you like to take shots, I'm your gal. So a virtual happy hour. Like yes. Join in with some other um, Gunslingers fans. I almost did it again. It, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Join with other Gunslingers fans. Join with RC. Um, oh, might even try to swing by myself if I'm not doing anything. Okay. Um, and uh, just just uh, talk to some folks, but jump on. Um, and we'll have a ha- one happy hour, one drink. That's all I'm asking. And and we can uh, spend some time together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like it's in a virtual to- community, because that's, that's how you have yes, to do it, right? That's how we have virtually. to do it. Yep. We have to start thinking not, outside the box. I mean, This is a podcast slash happy hour slash <laughs> community slash, you know. Lots of slashes. A lot of slashes. Um. So our goal is to connect our fans, connect the fans, um, get everybody connected um, through events like a, a food drive. Correct. Or through a virtual happy hour or through some tailgating events way before we even get to the season. Um, that's something that we did back in the day with the other podcasts. That's something we'd love to see happen now. Um and we won't. We, we don't need to always be the ones that organize that. That's true. Um, yeah. If, if you have something going on that that you organize, let us know, and we'll be there. We'll 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 promote it. We'll put it out yeah. there. If you have a place or a way that you want to see Gunslingers fans getting together, spending time with one another, and building this community before we ever um, set a football down on a tee, um, because there are kickoffs in this league, um, we'll actually get to see that happen here. Um, we we want we want to be a part of that. And we want to build this community. Um, it, it's going to be an exciting time. Yes, for sure. Like we're going to have a lot of fun with this. Um, we've got nine months. Um, oh, it's like a baby. We do. It is. <laughs> and you know what? We've got our very first. Um, we we got our very first ultrasound coming up this Saturday. Yeah. Yes, we do. I was like, because this Saturday. Um, is the very first combine for the team. We're going to be out there taking a look at the players that they've invited. Now, here's how they're doing this. I love I love the system that they've set up already. Um, they are doing a combine, but it's not an open tryout. This first time, they have invited people. Some of them have NFL experience. Yep. Some of them have CFL experience, Canadian Football League. Some of them have been in arena leagues before. Um, they're all going to be local 
guys in the San Antonio area, unless they want to just move down here and live down here. I, I did hear the coach on uh, Sweep the League talk about a guy from Philadelphia that's talking really? about coming down wow. and being a part of Pennsylvania. I think it was Philadelphia. Um, coming down and being a part of the combine. Um, so, but it's going to be local talent for the most part. They said they're all Division One talent too, right? A lot of, yeah, a lot of yeah. Division One talent. Yeah. Um, and that that all starts on Saturday. They're going to be running these guys through paces. We're going to be out there. Um, we are taking the mass commanders out there with us uh, who won our naming named contest mm-hmm. and named the podcast. They're going to come out with us. We're going to try to do some interviews, get some audio that we'll hopefully have for you here um, in a couple of uh, days after that. Uh, so sometime mid next week, um, maybe we'll be able to drop some of that on the feed and that'll pop up in your podcasting app um, that you'll hear some interviews that we can do with, uh, with maybe some fans and, and certainly uh, some players, hopefully grab a couple of players and just kind of, sure see what their experience has been like. Um, I'm really looking forward to it. You, do you know why? Why? Because Coach Hernandez is not the type of guy that's going to take it easy on these guys. No. He's going to run these guys through the ringer at this event, and it's going to be a lot of fun to see him do that and see these guys rise to the level expectations or just not be what he's expecting. If you meet Coach Tony Hernandez and you talk to him and – and he, you could see the fire in his eyes. And I'm just, I can't wait to see how he translates that onto the field. And it doesn't have to be a game. I just want to see it at, at these events in this practice, you know, practice environment. One of the things that I loved about um, Rudy Campos' Sweet the League interview with him is coach says, and I'm sure when we have on, this will be something because sounds like something he says pretty often is I have no doubt that you can play football. Like, you wouldn't be here. You you wouldn't be standing in front of me or trying out for the team if you didn't have some ability to play football. I don't have any doubt that you can play football. But I don't know if you can play football for me. Wow. Nice. That's big. That's like, big. That, like, I don't have any doubt that you have skill. But I don't know that you're what I'm looking for. I'm looking for something more than skill. And he, he uh, dove in. And I really do encourage you guys to go give um, Rudy's – interview with uh, Coach Tony Hernandez a listen uh, just a couple of weeks ago. Um, good, solid idea of who Coach is, but that that was kind of his mantra is, I have no doubt that you can play football, but I don't know if you can play football for me. Um, that, speaks make that, into to, a t-shirt. that speaks to a higher <laughs> level of, of what is expected. Um, so they've got this invitation um, round one combine. Right? combine. They're going to, they're going to, have a lot of the team, I think, in place. Um, and then in August, um, August 29th, I believe, I really should have written that down. That sounds right. Um, they are having open tryouts. So if you are a guy that just, you know, how can I try out? How can I be a part of this? You can. Um, you can reach out there and try out. And maybe you will be one of those guys that can play football for Coach Hernandez. Um, they're going to do that on the 29th. All of the information about that, they're – there is a fee um, because they want to know that you're committed um, and you're you're in this. So there is a small fee. I think it's hundred bucks. I think it's hundred um, bucks to right. come and try out. And uh, you know what? That's that's the cost of doing business. Um, yep. There's a lot of players out there. There's a lot of people out there that would love to continue to play football and are willing to invest in themselves a hundred bucks. Um, and if you're one of those guys that says, "Oh, I'd love to go play." 
but I don't know that I'm gonna put a hundred bucks on it. If you're not willing to bet a hundred bucks on yourself, then uh, you probably don't you. need to go yeah. try out. That's true. Right. You know, um, if you are one of those guys and you're considering it, reach out to us because we'd like to talk to you. Yeah, email us at Guns oh, Up sure. Pod, uh, Guns Up Podcast, or reach out to us on our Facebook page or via Twitter. And uh, let us know uh, that you're you're planning on trying out. We, we would kind of like to follow some of you guys yeah. um, through that experience. So that's on August 29th. And at the end of that, they'll have the team pretty well set um, for, for the foreseeable um, future. Um, once we get into September, they're going to kind of know what their team looks like at that point. And then, then at that point, we can start doing some really um, good Interviews. Uh, interviews and getting mom some, to really good, some mom to mom. Yeah, yeah, we're going to do the mom to moms. Um, some analysis for you and get an idea of what we're going to be looking at going forward. Um, so that's going on. And if you're not sure, um, if, if you're excited about the gunslingers and you're excited about, um, you know, like letting people know. I love, so we got a, we, we have gunslingers gear. Um, we went and spent some time with them. So I got a t-shirt Got a t-shirt. and yep. occasionally I'll wear that t-shirt out. It's been what, three weeks, four weeks since we've about that. Yeah. Them. I can't wait for the military t-shirt. I ordered one. I ordered yeah. one too. That's a cool shirt. A really good looking shirt. They've got the military t-shirt. They've got their own t-shirts, um, in colors, yes. red, red, blue, white, red, and blue. red, white, and blue, red, white, and blue. Um, go online, gunsling, San Antonio gunslingers.com order some of those shirts. Um, they need that. They yeah. need they need that support, and furthermore, uh, you need to let others know that there's a football team coming to town. I have not yet worn my T-shirt. Um, I've worn it three or four times. I haven't yet worn it, and somebody not had somebody ask me like, "What is the San Antonio Gunsling?" Um, That's great. So it's a great way to get the word out about the team. Um, and there's nowhere else you can find them right now. You can't walk into Dick's and go buy San Antonio Gunslingers gear. Um, but you can go online and go to sanantoniogunslingers.com, order your T-shirts. They have the military appreciation shirt, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. It are really, and just really no good tax, looking. Tax right shirt. or something, or no shipping and handling, which is twenty five dollars or something like that. Remember, right? The shipping and handling was free at least the time that I ordered my right, shirt. Mine too. Yeah, and that that price included tax. So, just oh, okay, twenty five dollars. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> So go and uh, order some gear, and they're going to have more gear dropping, I think. Now, we're in COVID world where it's kind of hard to get anything right now. I don't know if you tried to order something on Amazon, but it takes a few extra days. Like Prime is not one-day delivery anymore on everything. Like my headphones came in in one day, but other than that, um, we've noticed things slow down. But they are... um, we can't say a lot, but there are other things already in the works. Um, and Exciting you're to, things. You're going to want to be keeping an eye on social media because that stuff's going to drop at some point. You're going to want to be one of the first ones um, to grab wait. up some of that stuff yeah. as it drops. Um, so what is the thing that you're, the one thing that you're most excited about? Um, we got a new podcast. We've got a new football team. We've got a new opportunity to gather together. And spend time together and get excited about tailgating and football. Leo, what's what's one thing that you're just the most excited about moving forward? Watching this grow, I think like with the the commanders, uh, the show out for 
the games, the the amount of fans that were there. I mean, we led the we led the alliance in attendance, and I think we have a chance to do that even as a expansion team in this already established league we have a chance to make some noise with the turnout there in the Freeman Coliseum. And being that it's a smaller venue and it's more intimate, it can be really loud. So I can imagine how that environment is going to feel. I think it's going to be rowdy and a lot of fun and crazy. And I just can't wait to sit in there and experience that. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. RC, what about you? What's one thing you're looking forward to? Uh, for me, it's tailgating. Uh, I really can't wait for tailgating to go out there and meet the fans and take pictures with them and interview them and, and do that whole fan interaction. Try some new shots. Try some new drinks. <laughs> maybe have a barbecue cook-off or definitely a hot RC sauce. Punch. RC, RC Punch. punch too, a new uh, RC Punch 2. RC Punch 2, that's right. Iteration. Um, I, I also think we need some help with some hashtags. If we can get some help, you know, like what should we go with? Hashtag what? Guns up. Or yeah, know. some people didn't like guns up. No, no, they didn't like it. Texas so. Tech already uses that. And so we need some help. Give us some ideas. We know you're creative, and give us some good ha- hashtags. I like hashtag bang 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 bang. I know you do. I know you do. But it's then, not the same. <laughs> that, that they they yes. really can't see so that. I didn't know let's, if it would work. Let's talk about that a little bit. So I, well, bang I, bang blow. Is I, that what you want us to do? Well, yeah, but not in the. Ha- I guess you have to do it in the hashtag as well. But yeah, that was kind of my idea that, that people. <laughs> no, no one's done it before. You know, we could do hashtag bang bang and then just blow into the microphone the way you'd blow into the barrel of the gun. You know? Sure. I think it's right. better a visual if you see someone blowing like a finger than a mic. It still works, but okay. We'll let's see. see. <laughs> okay, you want me to blow? Bang, bang, blow. Does it work? Can you you got to blow it? a little hard in that. I don't like the way that sounds. It's bang, bang. Okay, there bang, bang. There you go. That's close. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm not a fan, but see if someone can help us with a good hashtag. So I, I think the scale of all of this will be different than what we've seen before. Yeah. But the fact that we have an opportunity here to recapture any of that even if it's on a smaller scale, is just super exciting. To well, it'll be at a smaller scale, but it's also a smaller venue, so right. it'll feel... More intimate, yeah. Right. It'll, it'll feel that um, big. Like, like we won't have 20,000 people at a game. No. But we couldn't. You can't do like, You can't do that at Freeman. It's, it's 9,200? Yeah, somewhere around there. You're close. Um, yeah. is, is maximum capacity. So it's going to be a smaller scale, but the fact that we're going to be able to... Reclaim any of that. Ninety-eight hundred. I have my notes I mean, here. Look at Yay, you. Yeah. Look at you. Taking your notes. Um, so we're excited. We're ready to get started. We are looking for ways to connect to you. We've got Twitter. We've got Facebook. We've got uh, Speakpipe, which speakpipe.com, smoking, no G, guns with a Z, pod. Uh, and that will be a way that you can leave us a message or talk to us, and we'll get you and your voice on the show. Um, reach out to us. We've got an awesome logo that you can sport on T-shirts and stuff coming up yeah, soon. Yeah, hopefully very soon. Yeah. Um, that will be dropping. Uh, we've already been in some talks with uh, Hannah and Roy, J-Bone, mm-hmm. yep. over at South Texas Designs. Go check them out on Facebook, South, South Texas Designs, right? Yes. 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 Does that sound right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> we're like yes, yes. Uh, we're gonna link them. We're gonna we're gonna give them some love in our Facebook page. Um, but reach out. Uh, they are they are putting together already uh, some gear for us. Mm-hmm. 
and that should be dropping very, very soon. Uh, you'll have an opportunity to sport that awesome-looking logo that uh, Leo had to make sure was 100% perfect for all of you. <laughs> oh, we worked hard on fans. that. We worked hard on that. Uh, you did. You guys did. I just agreed. Yeah. <laughs> that was a, I'm not going to lie. It was a I, couple of days of back and forth um, on on social media. And and very on minor details, live. I thought, but it, it, it turned out perfect. I Looks mean, great. I'm glad you guys have that eye for details. Unlike when you shared the first example i was like oh that's great and i was good with that <laughs> and then like 50 pictures later yeah that's great i love that one that, too that's not me going oh that's great no <laughs> but then wasn't it you yesterday they was talking about my shoulders that they were the wrong way and that really bothered you yeah um, i did have to fix that so <laughs> i had to flip your picture and anyway uh well guys i'm excited i'm excited about what we've got going forward huh was there another sponsor that we had to talk about yeah oh, okay we're gonna talk about it all right um I'm really excited about what we have going forward. I'm excited about the things that we're going to see. Uh, I'm just excited to be behind the microphone again and talking about football. You know what? I, I don't know what COVID's going to do. I don't know what any of that's going to look like. I do know that we're not actually starting this whole thing until March yeah. of 2021. And by then, hopefully. It might be a whole different yeah, world. It's, yeah. Not might be. As quick as be. things change, it's going to be very different. Um, once we get to then, so don't worry about that. Don't let that bring you down right now. Um, just listen to the smoking guns podcast, get excited about gunslingers football. It's coming very, very soon. Um, it sounds like it's a long way off. I promise it'll be here before you know it. You have a lot of happy um, hours between then. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, RC, any closing thoughts as we finish out this first, this 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 very first episode of something we've All done. All I'm going to say times. is, I hope I see at least more than ten people on Friday at the happy hour at eight o'clock. There you Let's go. Let's make that grow, um, just like the fan base, and let us start interacting. And I look forward to meeting all of you, Leo. I can't wait to get this show going and and really get involved in what the team is doing because we know that there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, and we're going to be there for all of this, and we're gonna we're gonna relay that to all of our listeners and it's going to be a lot of fun. I can't wait to get coach Tony Hernandez on the oh, show, yes. which I think right. that's going to happen pretty quick. Yeah. Very. I hope to get him on really, really soon. Yeah. Like if we have to do a phone interview, we will. No, because I want to get him on soon, but man, I us. want him in studio and I think he'd be willing uh, to jump in and jump on a mic with us. And uh, that will be fun. It will be fun. Uh, so stay tuned for that. That's coming soon. Uh, this has been the Smoking Guns Podcast. I'm, I am Philip Higginbotham. That was Leo Yamas. We have R.C. Woods with us. The Smoking Guns Podcast is produced by the three of us. We are um, the it. ones bringing you <laughs> That's us. this podcast. It is sponsored in part by Texas Sports ALMT. Laura over at uh, Texas Sports specializes in sports massage, sports stretch, Swedish and deep tissue massage, and... Uh, She's been in business for eight years. She's been nominated best in San Antonio three years in a row. Wow, that's they says call a her lot. the spa gal. The yeah, spa, yeah you right. can find her online. She's she's Texas Sports Limit, uh, Texas Sports LMT, or the Spa Gal on the go. Yep. Um, if you search her there, you're gonna find her there. She worked with the San Antonio Commanders. She yes, did. she did. She did some work with them, um, making sure they were ready for game day. She's worked and provided sports stretch for players in the NFL, NFL Combine. We got to spend a little time with her today. Um, 
She does all of that, and she's willing to come to you. You don't have to go to some weird, right. you know, strip mall and get your massage done. Like, she's going to come to your home, set up her table, and take care of you right there. Uh, reach out to Laura, Texas Sports LMT. Uh, give her a call. Her phone number is 210-459-0176. That's 210-459-0176. Give Laura a call. Set up your time for an appointment. You are, you, you. Oh, yes. You work with Laura. Yeah, I've been going with her, or she's been coming to my house for at least four to five years. Okay. And so uh, the packages are make great gifts. I know quite a few of my friends, family members that are now going actually to her to see her. She comes to your house. Um, now with this COVID, you have your own sheets. And like I usually, my routine for I get my nails done, I get a pedicure, and I get a massage once a month. That's my routine. Now with this COVID, I was doing all of my speech therapy via the internet. And oh my gosh, my shoulders were in pain. My neck was in pain. And she came over and it was like a miracle. It's all this time in front of a computer. And I, I know some people, they're on a computer all the time, and that's not a big deal. But for those who aren't, this is wonderful. And wonderful. she's COVID safe. Yeah, she's very COVID safe. All the safe. guidelines, mask. Absolutely. Yes. So give Laura a call, 210-459-0176. And she will take care of you. Texas Sports LMT or the Spa Gal on the go. Uh, we are the Smoking Guns Podcast. Once again, Philip Higginbotham. Lil Yamas. R.C. Woods. Woods. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> bang, bang, bang. This has been fun. This has been fun. We will talk to you soon. Uh, get out there and, uh, I don't know. Oh, Take don't know. command. <laughs> <laughs> we got to come up with something. We need help, people. Give us the hashtag. <laughs>